Welcome to the Living the Fit Life podcast. This is episode 18. This week we are talking CrossFit Open Season. For the next few weeks, some of LP's finest will be throwing down. We thought it would be good to give you an inside look at the Open experience. I'm really excited to get some new guests on the podcast, and I'm also excited to be joined by a very special co-host, so keep listening for that. So without further ado, this is LP Does 21.1. I hope you enjoy. Community of members, coaches, and professionals working as a team of like-minded individuals in constant pursuit. Connecting this exclusive group with the tools and resources they require to live a high-performance lifestyle, conquering what life has thrown at them. We are Living the Fit Life. All right, here we go. Post 21.1. This is the CrossFit series. I'm your host, Chad Mueller, and I am thrilled to announce a new uh, contract with a special co-host. His name is the great Ian Childs. Welcome, Ian. Thanks so much. Happy to be here. I've been practicing for a while in the mirror, so I'm ready. (laughs) I I bet you have. I bet you have. Um, This has been a long time coming. There's been uh, thousands of fans have been asking for us to come together and and talk. We've even talked about having our own podcast. We have. We've mentioned it, uh, branching out from fitness to include golf, um, physique competitions, which we both are highly competitive in. Just yes. a, kind of a smorgasbord of whatever we could come up with, really. Let's not talk too much about that because, yeah. you know, we don't want to give too We're much. We're not ready. Um, I, I think a, a good way to kind of introduce you to, to the crew, um, if, if not everyone's been uh, so fortunate to meet you, is, is to give a quick little segment of uh, story time with Ian. Okay. I think if you can give us a, a nice little story from the past or present, okay. uh, I think that would be really enjoyable for the fans. I have so many sporting moments that come to mind that I picture now as great moments, but when you look back on them, they're probably humiliating for some, but I find them hilarious. Anyway, so before I got into bodybuilding, as most of you can tell, I was in triathlon and little known fact, actually, I won't even say little known fact. So one of my first races in triathlon, when you go to some of the local races, you go to, there's not many volunteers at tables and such. So I remember they said, okay, go to the swim cap table and you have to pick your swim cap based on what wave you were going to be in. So the it says pick a lime green swim cap. So I just grabbed a lime green swim cap, went down to the water. And then I, they call you up in waves based on your swim cap color. So I get into position with the lime green. And then the guy on the speaker comes on and says, okay, we're doing lime green caps starting. So if you're wearing any other color cap, maybe a yellow cap, can you please step back from the line? And I was looking around wondering who this idiot was who was not wearing the lime green swim cap. And then someone tapped me on the shoulder and said, um, he's talking about you. So the little known fact is I'm actually colorblind horribly. So when I had to pick my own swim cap, I believe the yellow one was lime green. And I stood there waiting to find out who the big moron was. And it happened to be me. <laughs> so I went back with my tail between my legs and went to the yellow swim cap group and carried off my career at that point. Um, plenty more where that came from. So if you want some more great ones, they'll come. Oh my God. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. I, I love the fact that you are uh, a true triathlon runner before the, the, the phase, the trend became so popular with the Limitless Performance Group. That's so right. you're one of the OGs. OG. So lots to learn from, from Ian on that topic. Maybe we'll get uh, Coach Marky calling you on a, on a podcast one of these times. Yeah, absolutely. He'll, he'll out-knowledge me now because he's further in. 
Right. Probably even then he would have acknowledged me, but you know what? I can still pretend. Yeah, I imagine there's some good head-to-head battles with you two. At 100%. Like, in my head, I beat him in every race that we ever <laughs> compete against each other. <laughs> Handably. Handily, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Like, he's usually behind me in my dreams, so that's how it works. Nice. Well, speaking of competitors, uh, we are here but uh, sort of joined with uh, two of the CrossFit competitors, the Young Guns, the Young Bloods. We got Brock and Ian, or Brock and Eddie. Sorry, Ian, I know. <laughs> athlete, young athlete. I mean, sometimes we think we're still young. We're yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, right. Brock and Eddie, two of the competitors. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Thanks for having us here. Yeah. Uh, feeling good after that workout, so. Yeah, so this, this podcast is... Uh, post open wide so we're we're still sort of uh, recuperating from the from the water. We got our, our dry mangoes or our bars sponsored by LP. Um, so how do you how's everybody feeling? Boys, you went in the first heat, the elite heat, obviously. Um, didn't want to take all the attention away from the masters, but how do you guys feel about your performance? Maybe first maybe give the fans can you one of you guys break down the workout. What was the workout? Twenty one point one was uh twenty one point one was uh between wall walks, a brand new movement in the open, and uh, double unders. So we started with one wall walk, 10 double unders, three wall walks, 30 double unders, nine and 90, 15 and 150, 21 and 210 double unders. Uh, I don't think anybody at LP finished. We had a couple couple close calls, but uh, not everybody finished. But uh, looking into the workout, it, it was a fun one. Yeah, 15 minute time cap, right? Yeah. yeah. So, Eddie, what was your score? Uh, I got four wall walks in the round of 21. Nice, nice. How'd it feel for you? Um, the shoulders blew up a little earlier than I had thought they would, which, uh, as you could probably imagine, made the double unders a bit tougher. So, yeah, it was just a grind, slow and steady, trying to chip away at those reps. Nice, nice. And what was your score, Brock? Uh, I had 82 double unders in the round of 210, so I was I was close finishing, but not quite there. 82, okay, one game win streak for Brock. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep that. For, I'm just writing this down. Um, what about the other elites? What what did um? So Allie got, uh, what did Allie get? She got into the double unders, right? She had like 16 it, or 19 yeah. double unders in 210. Yeah, something right. So you guys were all pretty close. You guys were all in the 210. Round, yeah, 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 and Adam was around. I think Adam got the overall win this week with like yeah. 99, yeah, 210. Said he was around 100, so may have to go back and count that. I don't <laughs> official scores. Right I now. was the judge, and I'm pretty sure he got more than what you got, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was eyeing him, eyeing him down the floor, and I started to break on my round of 210, but he uh, he stuck it out and went unbroken, so he pulled ahead last minute. He right. just really wants to maintain his silverback status in the gym. He's refusing right. to let it go yet. Right. He's got to just learn. He's getting old. It's time to give up. Pass it on to the young bucks. <laughs> Heard it here first. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so uh, Heat 1 was Ali, uh, Christina. We got Eddie, Brock, Coach Adam. And then the main event was uh, the second heat, which included Shelby, Michelle, mm-hmm. Ben, Travis, mm-hmm. yourself, Ian, and myself. And myself. So how did you feel about the workout again? What was your well? Score? I actually went beyond the round of twenty-one. I was in the round of thirty-two. I think it was. <laughs> um, 
I just didn't want anyone else to see me done because I knew how mentally draining that is when you <laughs> see someone else finish early. Um, no, so I found it was actually... And we went head to head, so I saw this. Yeah, we went, yeah, it was true. He did see it. Um, no, I felt actually really good, really smooth, most of it for a long time. And then um, my scrawny arms really started to feel the wall walks. And um, I think it was like the round of 15, I got through the first three reps and then realized that it was going to take a lot longer. And I think you made the mistake of looking at the clock, and I was like, oh my god, I still got half of this workout, or half of the time left to go. I'm going to fly through this and probably finish it, no problem, and walk around with, you know, in, in wrestling where they do the championship belt yeah. thing across their waist. <laughs> I was going to do that, but I never actually got that moment. <laughs> um, when I tell the story in 10 years, I for sure got that moment. But anyway, um, no, it was good. It was good. How about you, Chad? Um, I didn't want to see the round of 21, and I succeeded with my plan. So, um, I finished the round of 15, and I did one wall walk over time, because Coach ADJ was my judge, and he made me do it. Um, but I was happy with that, because that was my expectation. Uh, those wall walks were were pretty deadly, for sure. Mm-hmm. Big bodies just fly up the wall yeah. pretty easily. Yeah, they are. Um, double unders weren't too bad. It, it, it felt actually kind of like, it's almost like double unders were like, kind of nice to do a double under. Yeah. Just to get off the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, even resting off the floor was not comfortable. Yeah, that, that was the biggest thing I thought. Like, when I came down from a walk, laying on the floor, it was like trying to catch my breath doing it. Like, I couldn't recover, so I had to sit up a couple times yeah. just to catch my breath. But, yeah. yeah. I think I started most of my reps late where I went up onto all fours. And before I even put my, like, continue with the rep, just kept my hands on the tape and just stood or, like, sat okay. on all fours. Because laying on the floor, I felt like I couldn't even get air into my lungs. So yeah. I'd sit and then I'd start my next rep. Yeah. I don't know if that's allowed. Castro does listen to this, so I'm sure he'll be looking in. To <laughs> he'll get flagged for this for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, so, Eddie, what was, what was sort of, like, give us... So this workout, um, the cool thing about this workout is that this workout actually will likely be something we do at the gym. I can imagine this being programmed in LP. So I think everyone listening to this could practice this and try this or even compete with this in the open. Still time to sign up. Um, but for those, for anybody sort of going into it, like Eddie, what was your sort of strategy leading up into like how would you approach this workout? So my strategy at the start was to just go slow but not have to take as many rest because I knew the the shoulder pump would come eventually. Now looking back at it, I'd probably still do the same, but maybe go bigger sets on the double unders, just knowing that, I mean, the shoulder pump really just comes from the wall walks. The double unders, like you guys said, didn't have as much of an effect on the shoulders as maybe I thought at the beginning. Yeah. When did it start? Um, so like five minutes into the work, I don't know, I don't like... You pretty much, like, first five minutes is, like, the first three rounds, right? Like, you don't get to 15 until, like... Yeah. What were you at for... Do you know what time you were at when you got to the round 15? Uh... Give me one second. Oh, we got the sheets. <laughs> we got the data. We got the data in front of us. Uh... Which rounds were? Before the round of 15. Uh, seven and a half. It's a great judge. Right down the top. <laughs> yeah. All the way. <laughs> so, yeah, the round so, yeah, of 15 took me... Took me a handsome amount of time. Yeah. Brock, did you have a similar strategy, or did you kind of just go to the gate, just uh, flying high? Yeah, I I kind of figured being a shorter shorter athlete, it was a little bit quicker of a movement on those wall walks for me. So one, three, and six, I kind of went balls to the wall, tried to get those done, and then once I got to nine, it was like, okay, we'll just just kind of chip away at these, like do two reps, then shake with those arms, another two reps, and just <laughs> keep working away. And I guess the strategy worked. It, 
it was more the breathing for me on the ground. I uh, I couldn't catch my breath. My shoulders and my arms were holding up pretty good, but uh, it was, yeah, it was it was my chest and breathing. So what was um, I have to ask this because I saw a lot of various sort of uh, strategies for coming off the wall. Did you do, <laughs> did you practice the flop? Did you practice the sort of uh, slow decline, or did you sort of just like you know brace for impact? Any any injuries sustained? <laughs> <laughs> I just knew where the cameras were a lot, so I just, if they were coming, I would try to flex my tricep as I was walking my steps down. That was my, most of my strategy was vanity-based. You were fairly controlled when I saw you. I didn't feel like you were, like, yeah, you were dropping I a lot. I tried to, I thought I was flopping, but I think there was not a lot of weight in my legs, so it sounds like a feather hitting the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so, it actually sounded really great getting that. Still hurt a little bit, but, yeah, I, you know what? The strategies, I love every year. This is my fourth year doing this. Every year I come in and everyone's like, strategy and ADG, AG, ADJ talks about strategy, do this. And I literally just forget my strategy for a yeah. second. I don't even, I don't think I put it into memory. So I'm just like, I'm just going for it. Whatever Ali Galloway can do, I can definitely beat, <laughs> which I think, again, we saw today. So you no give her a run for the money today. <laughs> she's been training in like Eastern Europe somewhere secretly. <laughs> no one knows actually where she's been. She just showed up. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, I, I, so going head to head with you, we're pretty close. Like we like competing against each mm-hmm. other. Like we have the same sort of body type as you mentioned. Yeah. Um, made for golfing. Made for golfing. <laughs> Our age shows in that. Um, but like I, we were fairly similar until like the round of nine or 15 and then you just kept going. And I was at, that was at the point where like I started flopping a little bit. Right. I did a, I did a. A wall walk hole for a good few seconds um came off fell off actually um but coach adj gave me the bro rep and said i worked too hard not to get that <laughs> um <laughs> it was amazing right like i still was behind time. you though i couldn't i i, I could not yeah, catch you i knew where you were if i was gonna say i was in my zone i'm lying i was obviously using peripheral <laughs> vision <laughs> i'm sure. watching you try and keep it together but i had one rep where i rolled off the wall and it's just like at the end i felt like all of the things that you were doing well beforehand just went out the window and it's you kind of had a, a step pattern with your hands and then that just changed and we talked at the beginning about um where your hands were placed and then all of a sudden mine went out to the side like duck feet or something yeah. and everything got crazy but whatever yeah, the me, one roll was actually amazingly executed so yeah, i'm so really like, happy with that <laughs> yeah me and eddie were uh, just talking about because like for the workout um, different wall walks than what we do at the gym is we actually had a tape line 10 inches from the wall and then you had a tape line sort of if you're laying down with your feet against the wall and to your shoulders. So you had to get your your hands to those two points without your feet coming off the wall. So it was a little bit of a different standard, but 10 inches from the wall is actually not that big. Me and Eddie were talking about, you were saying, after you got fatigued, getting close to that tape line, you sort of had to really like focus on that next hand movement to get there. Like, did you... Was there any fit, uh, sort of bails for you, or were you able to sort of those big boulder shoulders you save yourself? Um, there was definitely close to failures. I had a few times where my feet started to come off the wall, and I had to Ooh. quickly just throw them back against the wall, or, was, or else I was going to pull an E and then I have to <laughs> execute a roll. But yeah, I mean, definitely some wasted energy trying to make sure my hand touches the line, and then basically just run my hands out save my life and fall to the ground. Yeah. 
every inch counts, you know, that's what they say in the boudoir. <laughs> well, it's funny, because Brock, I remember a few days ago, sent a message saying, I'm surprised the 10 inches isn't shorter. And I was yeah. like, dude, I'm like, you don't even know. Like, you know <laughs> as soon as it was announced, I, I went and grabbed a tape measure right away, put it against the wall, I was like, oh, that's actually not too bad, like, because usually when we do it in the gym without the standards, like, we have to touch our nose yes. to the wall, right. so. Right, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. And you, you got good overhead, like, mobility, so, like. Yeah, yeah, that, that played a huge factor for me, like, it, it was a comfortable distance from the wall. There was a handful of reps, maybe, where I had to fight to get my hand on that line, but then it was, like, a quick three steps out, and then just flop right to the ground. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um. So we have to get a little bit serious here because, like, I mean, the podcast is uh, is official. We got a lot of fans. They don't just want to hear a bunch of guys talking about working out, but, like, got to provide some real value here. So I wanted to ask you guys, like, what your sort of morning routine is like leading up to, like, uh, like a competition a competition like this. So, like, we talk about this a lot. Like, the Open is sort of the main competition of the year for a lot of the, the athletes at LP, like yourselves, right? Like, um, so it's three weeks. So, like, You've been working up to this for a point, so let's let's call this the, the big playoffs or the big competition. Maybe you guys can take us through sort of your sort of morning routine or like your routine from yesterday. Um, give us a sense of like what you do. Like I want every single detail. So maybe Brock, you want to start? Yeah. Coach Brock. <laughs> Coach Brock, yeah. Uh, so a lot of mine comes from past years that I grew up playing hockey. So I had a lot of those pregame routines that I that I used uh, throughout the years. So so you're taking your stick this morning too, or what? Yeah, I, I was. I was picking out the shoes I wanted to wear oh, and my outfit to make sure it matched and all. So, no, I usually wake up, have a shower. Um, I like to stretch a little bit in the morning, so I usually get like 10, 15 minutes of stretching in. Uh, I'll have a good breakfast. Um, you know, Coach Michelle helped me out with that. I got my uh, ground beef. I had some broccoli slaw in there, some egg whites, some fruits, vegetables, get it all in there. Um, and then this morning I had to come in and coach as coach Alex was, uh, too busy running his company. I don't know if you can put company names in here, so I won't, <laughs> but, uh, please don't. <laughs> yeah, so I was in coaching this morning, um, getting the 9am hit class going, which is, I don't know, it, it doesn't really change anything. And then 10.30, I had another meal of chicken and rice um, and some some vegetables again, get my pregame meal in, and then uh, a little bit more of a stretch, roll out, and then we had our pregame talk, and by then it was go time. So Nice. Yeah. All right, Eddie, what about you? Well, as some people may or may not know, I usually get up at 4 o'clock to work out <laughs> during the week, so on the weekends it's a, it's a bad habit, and it's still... So I still wake up around that time, so mm. usually up by like five, slowly get my butt out of bed. and uh, Just like all 20-somethings. Yeah, you know, no kidding. <laughs> just kick off the day on a Saturday. <laughs> um, then I usually have a cup of coffee, breakfast sandwich, so just like some eggs, some ham, spinach, avocado, on a whole wheat bagel, something like that. What time do you eat, though, if you're up so early? Usually you... right when I get up, because okay. I'm hungry at that yeah. time. A little bit of fruit to go with that, and then just try to kill a bit of the morning, seeing that we work out now at, like, 11 o'clock. So throw in some stretching in there, anything that's sort of tight that or anything that you know that's going to be worked heavily in the workout. And then mm-hmm. 9.30, 10 o'clock, something like that, have a nice little snack that I know I can digest pretty, pretty easily so yeah. I don't feel heavy during the workout. And then, yeah. 
come to the gym and it's go time. Nice. What about the Mueller house? What happens there? Oh man, you know how it is. It's chaos, right? Chaos. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's different every day. <laughs> it's toast. <laughs> toast for the kids and maybe you have a crust. <laughs> That's my pre-workout. Yeah. Crust and catching kids on? jumping off over <laughs> me. I don't know. I don't know. You know, there might be some CBD drops in there once in a while. <laughs> That's right. This morning I woke up and my son climbed into bed with me. So my first thing was, he hasn't done this for a long time, but he tapped me on the shoulder at about 5.45 to say, Daddy, I peed. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Thanks, son. It's been like 14 months since this happened. So my day started with some laundry and it was amazing. Great start to the day. We'll send this to him on his I just gave him a high five and gave him Mario Run like any good father would on your phone and just said, give me 10 more minutes. <laughs> No, I think I, I think the one thing that we like we like we have a busy lifestyle, but the things we can control is like yes, you're gonna be up early, so you don't have much about that. But you can get yeah. a pretty good like decent meal in. I like to relax a little bit. Like this morning, get an amped up with a bunch of CrossFit blogs, Butter Bros, yeah, Fraser blogs. For sure, I'll, I'll spend like an hour watch catching up on that. Just litter box your way through the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just to get in the zone, you know. Yeah, get that CrossFit mindset. I um. Michelle has been helping with me, me with some eating stuff as well. So I feel like Monday to Friday I nailed it. So yesterday was great, but then I like to cap my week with a like six or seven slice pizza evening. Oh, nice! <laughs> you know, maybe half a can of Coke. Is, you know, really just hits the spot. <laughs> and then in the morning, do you do that like last night? <laughs> I did that last night. <laughs> You know what? I've been pretty happy with how I've been performing on Saturdays and like the, yeah. the competes here. And I'm like, hey, why change it? You know, that's one of the things. Don't don't mess with rest day nutrition, race day nutrition. Um, and in the morning, I like eggs. I usually do like spinach, eggs, green onion, kind of like little omelet thing. Then I have all these vitamins I have to take because Dr. Jen is making me. <laughs> so I've <laughs> some of those sit go down. Um, but then this morning I did make a trip to a local bakery and had a giant croissant as well. Cause I figured the butter content really just makes your body fire on all cylinders. Oh my God. I, I don't think Michelle's going to let me air this. Past 24 hour nutrition plan. 2024 hours ago. I ate Rolling lots of snacks. Pizza, pop, croissant. Oh my gosh. Sorry, Michelle. Um, yeah, Michelle, you should see during the week, I'm like just winning. Yeah, but what was on the pizza? Like broccoli, spinach. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Uh, most of those things. Cauliflower crust. Yeah, it was called. It was cauliflower crust, and um, okay. Okay. it came from Pizza Nova, and it had pepperoni on it. And it was really good. And I like the sandwich technique of flipping it over and eating it like a pretend calzone. And then you lose track of how many you have. So it's easy. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. Um, I think one of the big questions that everyone everyone wants to know is like what, what the two young guys do uh, the night before. So, what? There's a family show, guys. <laughs> who, goes, who, goes to, who goes to bed earlier is the big question. So, what's the bedtime routine for? I, I think a lot of people know what the bedtime routine is. I think your bedtime routines are probably more public than you'd like to hear, but yeah, <laughs> they're gonna become public right now. So, yeah. what time? What is what's the bed? What is the day before routine? Right, like I think we take that serious too. I know Ian just took us out of <laughs> I would like to contrast that a little bit with, with you guys on how you guys approach sort of Saturdays. Because Saturdays aren't just like a 15-minute workout. We we often do like a full hour. There's more in it, in it than, that, than just that. So like what do you do the day before you need to sort of be peaking 
for the week. So I usually, uh, as you may have noticed, I usually stop by your place there <laughs> <laughs> to uh, hit the hot tub and cold tub just to, you know, prep the body for the weekend and try to get all that soreness out from that the week we just had. And then try to eat a good big dinner. <laughs> Maybe not like Ian's there. <laughs> he's going the rock style over here. Yeah. <laughs> he's watching, he swallows the rock and Dave lifts him too much here. He's settling down a bit. Yeah, I'll eat like whatever I had for meal prep for the that whole week and then usually pretty beat from work anyway, so wind down with a movie and already in bed by seven and then whenever I pass out by the movie that's just when it Alright, so you're going sub eight. Yeah, probably around there. Sub what about you, eight. Uh, my day before I usually usually try and eat pretty healthy. Like I try to Cut out the snacks. I know Michelle won't be happy to hear that, but I mean, it's not as bad as Ian, so (laughs) she might be happy. Um, But yeah, I usually eat lots of good food because I know, like, the next day my body's body's gonna need that fuel to get in. Um, I usually hit the hot tub. Yesterday I was in there for about probably thirty minutes, listening to a podcast, getting ready for this one today. Just bringing up lots of good topics with my bubbly in my hand. Got those bubbles on high and. uh, just lounging, relaxing, getting that body nice and loose and uh, ready to go. And then having a good dinner. Um, yesterday night I had to do some laundry, so I did that, which kept me up till 8 o'clock because <laughs> I had, my parents get mad at me when I turn the, the washer on at high time, so I had to wait till 7 for it to start. <laughs> so that, that forced me to stay up till 8 o'clock and then put it, hung it all up quickly and then right off the bed. So I, I was sleeping about 8.30 last night and okay. got up around 6.30, so got my full 10 hours. Okay. Okay. Let's see. So you guys, you guys don't carb load before the big day, then, like Ian does. <laughs> That's my real strategy. <laughs> yeah, like, it's science based. Yeah, obviously. If you said that to start it, we would have like yeah. troop you so much. But yeah, <laughs> I, I guess I should have okay. said that okay. first. <laughs> cool. Cool. Awesome. Well, I think um, yeah, we've talked uh, enough for today's podcast, probably. <laughs> These will be sort of short little podcasts over the next few weeks, sort of highlighting the open workout. We'll have some different guests on every week. Um, if this podcast has made you want to do the open, there's mm-hmm. still time to sign up. Actually, by the time this comes out, you, you might have missed the yeah, workout. Yeah, you, you might have missed You can still do the workout, so, so I would encourage everyone to do it because it's a fun workout. It is. Yes. The whole thing is so fun. And it's a lot of fun, yeah. Well, if this, if this doesn't sound like fun, I mean. <laughs> That's right. It you know. Honestly, it's just fun. Because yeah. I feel like even in a class of ADJ or Michelle or Coach whoever says, you know, go full out, you can't go to like 95%. Sometimes you won't go to right 100%. But with this, for whatever reason, because you feel like someone's watching, I don't know who. I watch my videos back a lot. I get lots of views for myself. But it's just fun to just kind of go and rip it with your friends. 100%. 100%. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us, uh, guys. I'm sure you're going to go do another workout. Uh, um, but thanks for taking time out of your day. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. And Ian, I think this was a success- successful first co-host. Debut. We'll oh, yeah, put I'll the contract try. papers out after this, maybe. Oh, my God. <laughs> there'll be repercussions for this information that's been released, I'm sure. <laughs> have to, Michelle's going to say, well, that's why you have a spare tire. She'll say something like that. She's very degra- you know, derogatory towards my gut. <laughs> Just kidding. She's the best. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> We'll end it there, I think, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Sounds great. Awesome. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been fun. We'll see you guys next week.